Hello, 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 and welcome to the I've Got a River podcast, where we inspire, we encourage, and we share the heart and love of God. I am your host, Tia Parker, author of the I've Got a River, a collection of poetry book. Thank you so much for spending some time with me on tonight. Your attendance is greatly appreciated. I do not take your time for granted. You could be doing 1,000 other things right now in this moment, but you decided to tune in to listen to your girl on this evening. Tonight, it is going to be super transparent for me because I'm going to share something with you about my love life. The piece that I am going to share on tonight is titled 20 Years. And 20 years is about a um, meet and greet (laughs) that I had with a young lady who happens to be a fellow poet. And she probably doesn't even know that I wrote a piece about her maybe one day. Well, not about her per se, but about our meeting. Maybe one day I will share with her that she ended up in my first book. Um, So... Let's get started. Um, I am 41 years old. I am the mother of a 20, soon to be 20 year old young man, and I have never been married. I am very single. I don't have any prospects. I'm not dating anyone. I haven't met anyone. As a matter of fact, (laughs) I cannot remember the last time a man approached me who wanted to date me. And not alone who I who wanted to date me, but a man who approached me who I was actually interested in. Long time ago, I thought that being single in my 30s was the worst thing that could happen to me. But on today, I realized that I realized that being single in my 30s and now in my 40s is the best blessing. I could have ever hoped for because I get to continue to work on myself, to work on my relationship with God. We always want to rush and jump into relationships when our lives say that we should be alone. Some of us are in relationships right now with great people, but because we are broken, we're causing a lot of conflict. Or you may be the great partner yourself, but the person you chose is broken and there's so much conflict, so much turmoil in the relationship. Sometimes we get with people out of season. Sometimes we choose to be in romantic relationships with people that we should only be in platonic relationships with. On tonight, I'm going to share two stories with you about two different men that I dated, they were wonderful men and God never allowed it to work out. I honestly believe that the first guy I'm gonna share about with you, I believe that he was a soulmate for me. I'm one of those people who believe that you have more than one soulmate. You have friends who can be your soulmate and there are romantic partners who are your soulmates. But I believe that the Lord allowed this man to come into my life at the very moment he came into my life because he came 
to heal something and expose something in my heart that was about to turn me into a very bitter woman. And I would have never opened myself up to love again had I not met this man. And the second man I'm going to share with you is somebody else who I had a very good connection with. Not as strong as the first connection that I had with the previous man, but the connection was spiritual. And I could not understand why God did not allow it to work out. But just recently, I realized why it worked out. Both of the men that I'm going to share stories with you about Both of these men died. They died at very young ages. One just died a couple months ago and the other died a few years ago. The first one, I was madly in love with this man and I could not understand why God would allow us to meet, to have this connection. And yet we never went to that next level. God told me so clear in prayer, Tia, he's going to die. I said, well, God, at least I can get 10 good years out of a relationship with him because he was the first man that I ever loved without having sex with. Come on now, we're adults on tonight. Sex is not the number one thing in love. I realized with this man that sex is only a caveat for love. It is only the plus one. It is only the cherry on top. That love can be felt, being in love can be felt and experienced all without sex. Oh my goodness. The sex would have just been the cherry on top. The sex would have just been the bonus. But we had such a connection that had nothing to do with physicality. Our spirits, our minds, our souls were connected and there was nothing ill with the connection. He had a heart disease that was way more um, serious than what I knew. And he passed away. He passed away at work. And I could not understand for so long why God did not allow this connection to happen. Because both of us knew that if our relationship would have been consistent, that we would have been married. When he died. When I got the text to my phone that this man had died, I was devastated. And I instantly began to praise God because I understood in that moment why God did not allow our relationship to grow. It was because it would have devastated me. And I probably would have perished from depression. If our relationship would have grown, we would have been married within the same year or two years that we met. I know it because it was so strong. It was deeper than chemistry. This man taught me how to communicate with men effectively. This man taught me how to search the parts of my heart that was about to become calloused because, oh God, thank you, Jesus, because I had so put my heart's my heart in the hands of people whose hands were grimy and they couldn't handle my delicate heart. These were things that I did. Ignorant of my worth. Ignorant of who God had for me. Ignorant of what I deserved. This man died. 
he passed away shortly after God told me he would die. I said, well, Lord, at least I could get 10 good, get 10 good years out of the marriage. God just grew silent. A few weeks later, about a month later, I got the text to my phone. Oh my God, I love that man. He passed away. And I realized in that moment why it just couldn't be. God was protecting me. Yes, I was hurt in that moment. But imagine if we were in that relationship. Imagine if we would have been consistent and we got married. I would have been crushed. Moving on to the next story. I met a man, wonderful guy, brilliant, one of the smartest men I have ever dated. Our first date, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God was so present on our first date. All he did was say grace and we went to eating and then we started talking about the tabernacle. We started talking about the priestly garments. We started talking about the Old Testament. We were talking about the word of God. And my spirit was so full, I had to stop myself from speaking in tongues over dinner. This was our first date, y'all. He was impressive. He was tall. He was big. He was handsome. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And he was from Nigeria. Well, his parents were from Nigeria, but he is uh, from America. He's American. And my friends, if you're listening in on tonight, my real true friends and my sisters, they know that I I, I love me an African man. They, they, they know that. <laughs> it's just something about the accent. It's just something about them that, that I just feel a connection to. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, we had a great connection. He, we would just have intellectual banter and joking for hours on end. We thoroughly enjoy each other's company. It was just a great connection. But again, it did not work. We just could not get consistent. Oh my God, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He was a complete jerk. And that that is what I love the most about him. <laughs> he was a complete jerk. And I mean that in a positive sense. He just had this banter. He had this wit. He had this intelligence. Oh my God, that was just amazing and impressive. And we loved each other's company and we always enjoyed one another. But it didn't work out. Found out the other day that two months ago, he passed away. I texted him two weeks ago. He didn't, re he didn't return my call. And I was wondering, what's going on? Maybe he finally found someone. You know, we would just check in on each other quarterly to see if we were still single. <laughs> I believe we were both hoping that we would hear that, nope, not married yet. Well, I let him know how I felt about him a few months ago. And he let me know that he was interested as well. I had... The first man that I told you about who passed away is the one who helped me to be able to express myself freely with men. I would have never, because I was taught that women should not pursue a man or they should not tell a man how they feel. We should wait for him to tell us. And then in turn, we can say, well, I concur. That's how I feel too. But no, no, no. The way that we want to be wanted and loved and needed and adored is the same way that our counterpart men feel. So I told him how I felt. He said, okay, when I come back from out of town, let's connect. Okay, that time never came. 
he passed away. And I understood, Jesus, why God did not allow that connection to flourish. Because again, I would have been a young widow. I would have been crushed and brokenhearted. Was I brokenhearted when I found out that he passed away? Yes, I was. But I would have been even more brokenhearted had we been married, had we been in that long-term relationship. Oh my goodness. And I thank God that we did not create a soul tie by sleeping together. Sis, you do not have to give your body away to every man that you meet because you are creating a soul tie. And I just would imagine how more in depth that pain would have been had I slept with either one of these men. Oh my goodness, I just thank God on today. I wanna read us the scripture on tonight so that we can be encouraged. Romans 8 verse 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are the called according to his purpose. All things are working together. At one time, I felt like both of those men were rejecting me, but the rejection was a blessing disguised in rejection. I thought they were both rejecting me, but God was protecting me. It was a blessing. It was a blessing that those relationships did not flourish. Sis, brother, if you are with somebody and y'all have a connection and for some reason it just won't click, for some reason it just won't solidify and y'all just can't move forward, but you know there's a spiritual connection. You know there's a soul connection. You know there's an intellectual connection. You know that y'all have something, but for some strange reason, it just will not grow. It just will not flourish. Maybe God is saving your heart for something, from something. Maybe God is saving you. Maybe God is rescuing you from a lifelong of pain. Maybe God is rescuing you from early widowhood. Maybe God is protecting you from something that he can see, but that you cannot. If it's not working out, back up. Don't try to make it fit. Don't try to make it fit. On tonight, this is the piece I'm going to read to you. 20 years. And I pray in the name of Jesus that it blesses you. I met a woman today. She was almost 20 years my senior. Yet we sat in the same seat of uncertainty. We both love a man who will probably never be ours. But the connection is so real. One of those things you see in a movie. When his energy just moves you to a place you've never flown. And the connection is like one you've never known. Is this man my husband? Or is he just someone who was sent to spark something in me? What I do know is I don't want to see 20 years fly by and I'm still sitting in the same seat of uncertainty. I would love to believe that by the time I'm 50 plus, the man I love today will be so intertwined in my heart, you wouldn't be able to tell us apart. But I have to look at the big picture and accept reality because maybe he may never be mine and maybe I am supposed to leave him behind right at the intersection we first locked eyes. 
I don't want to be 20 years later pondering over and writing about the same dream of a man stuck in time, missing the opportunity, missing the opportunity of true love and romance, putting my heart in a prison, refusing to listen to logic that says, move on. Pretty soon, 20 years will be here and gone. I don't want to miss out on life and love, so I'll begin the process of getting over him and setting my heart free because I refuse to miss out on the love that was intricately designed for me. Amen. I pray that that peace blessed you. I pray that my testimony blessed you. I pray in the name of Jesus for every woman that is listening to me right now, that is over 35 years old, that is single, that is pondering, that is confused, that that, that, that heart is broken. You are in anticipation to meet somebody to love somebody, to for somebody to love you. I pray, sis, that you would slow down, that you would take a, 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 a inventory of your love life, that you would take an inventory of your heart and of your mind. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you will open your eyes so that you can see why that God will open up the understanding. Your understanding would be opened up so that God could help you to see while certain relationships didn't work out. I pray in Jesus' name that God would allow you to cross paths with somebody that you just knew you had a connection with, but it didn't work out. And I pray that God would show you in real time why it didn't work out. Sis, be patient. Don't rush love. Don't rush it. It took 42 generations for Jesus to come to come and finally give his passion, to come and finally rescue us from the sting of death and the bondage of sin. It took 42 generations for God to come down in flesh. I'm not saying it's going to take 42 generations for that. I might be prophesying to myself right now. I might be meeting my husband at 42. I'll be 42 in a few months. Maybe that's a prophecy. (laughs) Who knows? But I know this. Every time God did not allow a relationship to work out, it was for my protection. That's only two stories I gave you. There's another story where I would, oh God, oh God, sis, it didn't work out because it wasn't supposed to. It ended the way it ended because it was supposed to. God is protecting you. It is working for your good. Have a good day. Have an amazing week. I absolutely love and adore you even more than that. God loves you. Stay blessed, sis. Good night.